came in for a mission. The snap, Winston sells the play action fake again. Look sideline, Bay route toward the corner of the end zone. Caught ball, touchdown Tampa Bay. Mike Evans takes it over the shoulder. This is Buccaneers Total Access. Fire the cannons. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Rely on your ultimate teammate, Frontier. Don't go it alone. Visit Frontier.com slash Bucks. Now live from Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Here's your host, Bucks team reporter, Casey Phillips. What's going on, Bucks fans? Happy Victory Monday. Two in a row always makes Mondays that much better, and I am so excited to be joined by none other than 346-pound touchdown threat, <laughs> Vita Vea. Vita, thanks so much for being with us. This is going to be awesome. We really appreciate you coming on. No problem. Uh, appreciate you guys for having me. Uh, so we talked about the idea of two in a row. Uh, that was something you guys had not been able to do yet this year. What, what is the importance of when you, when you can get two in a row like that, and, and what did that mean for this team right now? Um, it means a lot. I think the first, the first, the main thing for us was just to get one win and then stack another win on top of it. So after our win last or two weeks ago, our main focus this past week was to see if we could stack two wins on top of each other. And it was just um, – putting all the time, effort, and the preparation to it. And, like, to see it pay off, it was just uh, – it was really, like, fulfilling, I feel like, for us as a team. And also being, like, a, a player, just seeing how we came together and just, like, saw what we were capable of doing. I feel like that was really exciting to be a part of. And we're definitely going to get into later your touchdown that you had a couple weeks ago. But for now, I saw you got in there as a lead blocker this last week. Was there a part of you that when you went in there were thinking maybe you could you could do this again? Or did you know this time you were just in as a blocker? Uh, no, nah, I, knew, I knew this time I was just going to go in the block. Um, I don't want to get too much into it. <laughs> yes, but you <laughs> knew you were in there I just to block this yeah, time. I was just, yeah. Did you notice anything about how the other team reacted to now you being out there? Did you did you see that they seem to recognize you now as a potential threat? Did you notice anything different there? Um. Yeah. It was just the main thing for me is being a defensive player. I know that um, I look at offensive players and look at where they look. Sometimes you look at running backs, they'll look in the direction they're going to run. <laughs> or they're going to look like who they're going to go block. So then, like, I tried to, like, keep my eyes down <laughs> and not look to the person I was going to block. At first, I was just looking outside, like, where I ran uh, two weeks ago for the touchdown, making it seem like I was going to go do it again. <laughs> look at you being all sneaky. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, I was just nervous about that. I feel like every time I'm just on offense, I'm, I'm more nervous than I am on defense just because I'm not – uh, so used to it, and I don't get as much reps uh, at it. Whereas as defense, it's just second nature to me. It's just been playing it my whole life, um, playing D-line college. Uh, especially coming from a college like Washington, and they got, like, amazing fans that are super loud. So I think that prepared me a lot to just hone in on my job when I'm out there. When I'm on the offense, it's like it's like a whole new world to me. I was like, I'm usually on that side of the ball trying to <laughs> tackle the – Just trying to go kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now I'm trying to do the opposite on the other side. Although I think you still almost killed somebody watching you run over a linebacker is pretty fun. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, it, it's cool to hear that your experience on defense actually helped you on offense, the fact that you know the tendencies that people have that tip the defense off and you, you actually thought we were out there not to do that. Is that how it felt that you recognized, man, like I actually know what I'm doing because I know how the defense thinks? Yeah, I, I knew that, but uh, 
Actually, Kevin Kevin Minner actually helped me out. It was something I knew, but being on offense, it's, it wasn't something I really thought of. And in practice, uh, Kevin Minner seen me looking at him, and he was like, Evita, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> he was I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. I know, I know exactly. I just don't know why I wasn't thinking about that and just – I had to switch it up. That's cool. Shout out to Kevin Minter then. Shout out good, Kevin. good to him. All right. So again, we'll talk a little bit more about when you actually have to score the touchdown later. But uh, for now, back to this this win at Jacksonville. Um, to be a part of a defense that, that's pitching a shutout at halftime, I imagine is is pretty fun. It was. It was pretty. It was really fun. Uh, you know, BA told us, hey, let's try let's try to go out there and not be satisfied with giving them just three points. Um, you know, let them drive the ball down the field. And taking three points, you know. And they came off strong the first drive. They were kind of bleeding us a little bit. And then, you know, I felt like we all clicked at one point. And um, our rush worked with the with their coverage. And Kevin – or not Kevin, uh, Devin White was was, a, was at the right place at the right time and got the pick. And then I felt like that was just – that just sparked something in us. And the next two drives, it was just – it kept going, kept going. And then um, it was just really fun for me just not being a part of it, just looking at everybody, like how much we've grown as a, as a defense and as a team. Uh, I was just, It was just really exciting to see everybody playing really good. Yeah, Devin had a, a heck of a game. It might be one of his best, if not his best game as a pro so far. And um, His first interception, his first touchdown. Um, take us through the, the interception play that he had and, and what all was going out there at that time and, and how that worked so well for him. Um, that that play was really crazy. I, I remember me and JPP were on the same side and we were rushing. I seen JPP almost getting – He was. I thought he had the sack. I was right in front of the quarterback trying to, like, bat the ball down. And I seen him got the ball off. I turn right when I turn around, I see Devin White like diving for the ball. But at first, I didn't think he made the catch, just because like my view was like blocked by the lineman. And then like I like switched. I just turned different way, moved out the way, and seen him get up. And he had the ball in his hand. And he was trying to run, and I was like, "Damn, this is crazy." <laughs> and we went out the second time. I think he got the he had a touchdown. Yeah, the, second the, drive. the off the fumble. Yeah, recovery, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then that was crazy. Uh, but him getting the pick, I felt like that was the real hot, like spark for us. Yeah, it's interesting how one play can do that yeah, for you yeah. guys. It can change everything. Um, what have you seen from how he's handled uh, how much he's been asked to do, not only just as a rookie, but being sort of the quarterback of, of the defense and the way that he's grown this year? I feel like he's, he's came a long way. Uh He's grown a lot, especially coming off an of injury. I know, I know that from experience that, uh, you know, you even though you're like you're around football and you're around the meeting rooms, it's different once you're out there because now everything's flying, and now like all these things are running through your head, and like you got to make all these calls. Especially for him, he's trying to line up the whole defense, give us the call, um, tell us direction we're going and stuff like that. And I know how hard that is because I think this year I really just try to pick up on it. And uh, I, Bo really helped me out a lot of, on it just to help slow the game down, just learn the playbook, um, knowing what everybody has to do, and just learning that part of it. I know it in my head, but to actually go out there and just say it and then go out there and execute it too, uh, that's like a whole other ball game. So for him to come in his first year, 
um, get injured, come back and and do what he's doing right now is I, I think he's he's uh, really growing a lot and you know he's taking that next step in his uh, his career. We're talking to defensive tackle Vita Vea. You mentioned that you did understand you've you've been in that same position of being a rookie and, and being injured. And did you have any sort of words of wisdom for Devin in this time or anything you kind of tried to help him out with in terms of knowing what it took for you to, to come back and excel the way you have? Um, I, I think we all just told him just to stay on top of his game, uh, stay on top of the playbook. Uh, the biggest thing was like in walkthroughs, um, I feel like we all have like a short attention span. <laughs> so then we just, I think the biggest thing was just telling them to um, stay locked in, make sure you're getting your mental reps. Uh, when you see your line, the linebackers out there, make sure you're giving out, you're saying the calls in your head so you're, you're actually going through it. So when you come back, it's uh, like you never left. You guys had um, five different sacks by four, by four different people in that game. That's got to be every defensive's dream. I mean, I'm sure that you would have loved to have one of those, which speaking of, I heard that Devin stole one of your sacks. Is that accurate? It was It was actually Shaq. Oh, Shaq who stole Shaq, it from you. Like he doesn't have enough. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Share it with those other people out there, Shaq. Uh, I don't mind. I think uh, they, gave, they gave half to Shaq and they gave half to Sue. Um, and you just got left with nothing over here. So what uh, yeah, what play no, was it, and, and how did this happen? It was uh it was actually it was actually funny because uh, we talked um, uh, Coach Hop, their O line coach, he was here last year. I talked to him after the game and just the way their O line was blocking us. It was just it was just funny because we knew he did that on purpose just because he'd been here last year and he knew um, like our our actually like rush styles and how we wanted to rush them. So he tried to, like, change up their game plan for what we saw on film, uh, which was kind of tricky to figure out at first. But then eventually when I got back there, I, I finally tried to, like, I finally figured it out. I worked on the move, and it worked. And then I got there, and I missed. <laughs> I just missed. But then uh, as, I would have been hurt if I missed and he got away. But when I seen someone else got the play, I was I didn't care. I was like, at least – we, at least we got him down. At least somebody's active. At least somebody's, at least active. somebody's active. But yeah, so four different guys getting in there for sacks. Um, all of the, all of them being outside linebackers. What has that position done for you guys as a defense this year? And how important have guys like Shaq, Carl, JPP been to this team? Uh, they've been like a tremendous amount of help, uh, especially in the run game. Uh, we don't get to rush the passing unless we stop the run, and that was the biggest thing. Um, for us up front, you know, those those guys on the outside, you know, they, they're the big pass rushers that get in the sacks, but they also um, are setting the edge for us, making sure the ball doesn't, you know, try to get out too too wide on the, on the perimeter, making it stay inside. And, and, you know, even the linebackers coming in, helping to stop the run. I feel like that's the biggest part of it. Um, and then when it is time to go out there and, and pass rush, you know, they actually come out and show out. Um, like this last game, how we all, how they all got sacks. You know, that's amazing. The, that's a great – getting a sack is like one of the best feelings. Um, me and Sue talked about it. It's like – it's kind of it's, – it's like a better feeling than getting a touchdown. I think – but my touchdown, I felt like my touchdown was – I'd take the touchdown that day over the sack. <laughs> <coughs> but Sue, Sue – so I think he he's just used to getting touchdowns. Yeah, he's just he, he done got, it so much yeah, that he's got, like, no, he I'll go with the sack. So he, yeah, he got too many touchdowns, but 
He said he'd rather get a sack. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get into more of that and why that might be and your touchdown when we come back after this. We're going to have more from Hooters on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. You're listening to Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. Thanks again for being with us here on this Victory Monday as your Buccaneers won two in a row, and I'm so excited to have with me defensive tackle Vita Vea. He's out here just taking pictures, kissing babies, signing autographs. <laughs> you're such a big deal now. Is it, is it you score a touchdown? Is that what did it? Is all of a sudden now you're famous? All right, man. Hey, all, everyone's been giving me a hard time about that. I got a game ball, and all the coaches were like, oh, you changed everything. <laughs> everyone look at me and – I'm sitting down in the cafeteria, and people are coming up. I'm like, can I sit here with you? And I'm like, come on. <laughs> and you tell them no, right, that this <laughs> is only for people who score touchdowns. <laughs> and if your defensive – how many of your defensive guys since have – do you know have gone to Byron Leftwich and been like, uh, is it my turn next? Uh, I know Bo has gone a lot uh, just because he's played a uh, fullback in Philly. Oh. So he, he's familiar with it. He's actually helped me out with it. Uh, some of the calls um, on offense, just because like some of the plays are similar to what he did in Philly, I go to and ask him uh, sometimes what he did, and he helps me out. I would have imagined that after you scored, there were just either big men in general, offense and defense, and then defensive players overall, that everyone would have just been like, all right, I'm next, I'm next up. <laughs> and uh, you get to get to tell them that, no, no, it's, it's a special special thing that not everybody can do this. Is that how it works? Uh, Shoot. I don't think it's up to me. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely try not to brag too much about yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, You don't I have just, to. The touchdown spoke louder than words anyways. But tell, <laughs> so tell me your thoughts when they were putting this in in practice, when you found out that this was actually a thing that could happen, what were your first thoughts when you heard that they thought about using you like this? It was actually – it was because, like, normally I'd go in. Uh, it was, like, Friday. Every Friday we, we do our goal line. I go online packages stuff, and we do it at the beginning of practice, and I did it. And then next thing you know, B.A. comes over in the middle of practice, and he shows me a play, and he was like, uh, you can do this? And I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, I can do it, but I was like, dang, <laughs> I hope I don't drop the ball. <laughs> yeah. And we went, we practiced it like one time, full speed, and then next time we were going like actual full speed was during the game. So it was it was really nerve it was really nerve wracking, but the whole situation was kind of it was kind of weird just because when the offense is up, we're the defense sitting down and we're talking to our coaches, trying to see uh, what the off what the opposing offense just did. Uh, we're trying to figure out what their like scheme is and what they're trying to do next to us and how to fix our mistakes that we just did. So I'm over there like trying to lock in with that. Telling the rest of the D line man was like, Oh yeah, this guy did this, this and that guy did this. Just communicating with the guys, with the coaches and everything. And next thing you know, I just hear, Vita, Vita <laughs> And I look up to like the, the screen and I see the offenses and goal line. I was like, Oh shoot, I'm on goal line. They're probably they're probably uh running the personnel that I'm in. And I like run full speed down there and they, they do the signal that we're I'm in. They do that that signal for that package. So I knew at that point I was in. But I didn't know they were going to call the call. I thought it was just they put it in and we're going to run it later. And, like, uh, 
later on that game or in a different game or something like that. So I go in. At first, I'm, I'm waiting to hear the call. Next thing you know, Jameis was like, oh, we're going to take a timeout. So we take a timeout, and then I'm just sitting there for, like, even longer. I'm like, what's the call? <laughs> and next thing you know, the call comes out, and I hear the last part. And the last part is what triggers <laughs> – the last part is what triggers uh, – what 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 I gotta do or something? Oh, okay. So I I end up listening. And I was like, oh shoot, this is the play. James looks at me. He's like, hurry up and get lined up. And hold on. Excuse me. Um, I was I was it was the same thing. I I tried my hardest not to look to the right to where I was gonna go because <coughs> I think just naturally it's like a natural tendency to just look. To like make sure it's like secure, like sec- like secure where you gotta go, make sure it's clear. And I was like, just you ran already in practice, you know what to do. Um, you playing around in practice, running routes, catching the ball, you know how to catch the ball. I even talked to some of the DBs. I was like, I, I remember in college, our our head coach used to always yell, harp to the receivers to look at the crosshair, and supposedly it like makes the ball slow down, or whatever and whatnot. And I was going to the DBs and the receivers. I was like, what do you guys look at when you guys catch the ball? Do you guys look at the crosshairs or, or whatever? And they were, like, just telling me, like, you know how to catch a ball. Just go out there, don't even think, just go catch it. Easier said than done, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, I just, I'm out there. The ball's hiked. I'm running out. Um, there's an outside linebacker out there. And I think he's, I'm thinking at first he's coming to get me. Then he slips me. And next thing you know, I turn and look at Jameis. And right when I turn and look at him, the ball's in the air. And it just it happened so fast. And for some reason, I felt something, like, right behind me. And I thought it was, like, a linebacker or a DB or somebody coming to knock the ball out. That's why you see me just kind of, like, crimp. Or like, tuck it, yeah. Yeah, tuck it a little bit. And it, it kind of took me a while to realize I scored. <laughs> you see me, like, running the end zone for a little bit. I look back and I'll just oh no it's going I start running around everyone's everyone's been getting at me saying that was a weak uh, touchdown celebration but yeah it was more I of got, a, it yeah. was very genuine though it was, it, you could tell in your moment you were just actually freaking out yeah. about scoring but did you have a pre-planned celebration I did it oh, I did it why not uh, I don't know I just I remember in the D line room uh, they were like. What's your celebration? I was like, I don't know. I was just going to run straight to you guys. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, let's do that. And then. that's pretty much what you did, right? Yeah, you ran I, over. No, I was just, I was just, yeah. I, I don't think I was looking for them because at the moment in time, everyone was just running. So I didn't know who was where and who was who at the moment. And then Jameis uh, ran up to me. He was like, celebrate with the offense. I was like, damn, I, that is messed up. I got to celebrate with the offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Cam told us on the show last week that he had suggested to you doing the uh, the Lion King where he was going to lift you up. And uh, I asked if he thought that was even possible, and he said probably not. But he said he'd tried to pitch that to you. He did. He did. He pitched a couple, a few ideas <laughs> that he wanted to do. But <laughs> you just really it, was just, it was just – it was his, his – uh, all of his proposals for, like, touchdown celebrations – was kind of reaching too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We're talking to uh, defensive tackle Vita Vea here. Um, how do you feel about the stat that went out there afterward about you being the heaviest player ever to catch a touchdown? 
don't know. I felt it was actually pretty cool. Uh, just because some of the D linemen come like, or some of the players come up and just they're like, "Dang, you really just made history." Even though it's just like I, I take it as kind of a joke, yeah. the big, the heaviest guy to score, but and whatnot. But I, I think it's it's actually pretty cool. You you think about it. Yeah, I'm you. So you talked about how you feel like it's better to get a sack than a touchdown, but this particular touchdown was a little bit different. So did you mean that you would prefer a sack over like a defensive touchdown? Um, uh, or is that still just Sue's idea? You would prefer the touchdown. I feel like a defensive touchdown is like, nah, I think a defensive touchdown is better just because I feel like it never, it hardly comes around Mm -hmm. unless you're Sue. Yeah, <laughs> he just somehow <laughs> lucks into yeah. it all the time. Yeah, he actually pushed me out of the way. <laughs> I was I was gonna pick up the ball. He, he pushed me out of the way. He <laughs> well, told me. He told me. You he got pushed. Shaq stealing a sack from you. You got Sue stealing the touchdown. You got to get meaner in the locker and make guys fear you a little bit more no, over no, here. It's all good as long as we score to get the sack. I, I'm fine with that. Sue actually told me he was like, I, I pushed you out of the way, and I was like, I'm fine. I probably I told him I was like, I probably wouldn't have made it in. Uh, once I seen him pick the ball up, I was like, I felt like five guys land on top of me, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Go I ahead. Go ahead. I wouldn't have scored. <laughs> um, you and Sue seem like you have a, a really great relationship. How great has it been for you to have him on the line with you and, and someone to learn from? Uh, Sue's actually, he's pretty, he's really smart uh, with the game. It's, it's really fun to go up to him in the middle of the game and, being that like I'm so young, he's he's like such a veteran. I go up to him, and if I get something I like, I'm struggling with, and I ask him like, "What what are you down to do?" And he'll tell me what to go do. Um, and it'll actually go work. And it would be like with the rest of the guys, I always go up to to all of them. Like, Damn, I'm getting this. What should I do? And they'll tell me go do something. I'll go do it. and It'll work. And it's <laughs> it, it, it's really cool. Um, but yeah. Sue's funny, though. His, his name's not Sue anymore. It's, it's, we call him Big Girl. I was just about to bring this up. You two have the funniest thing going on on Instagram where you will video each other and throw it up with the Hey Big Girl song <laughs> behind it and call each other Big Girl, and I have to know what is behind this. See, Sue tried to steal my my nickname for him um, just because Sue's, he's always he's like really to himself, but he, he'll talk to you if you go talk to him. He's not like what people or the media portrays him to be. But uh, he is funny because he'll come out and he just like his demeanor. He just looks like this big, mean guy that's just walking. <laughs> we walk out of the practice. Sometimes like he'll he'll come out of the weight room and I'll come out of the locker room side and I'll see him. And at first I was just looking at him. I was like, how can I mess with him today? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to just call him Big Girl. And I kept calling. I was like, hey, Big Girl. Hey, big girl. And then he was just like, I was just trying to get in touch. I would call him names to see if he'll look. And then I said, big girl. And he finally turned around. Like that got him to crack. Yeah. yeah. He turned around. I was like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> and then uh, this past weekend in, in Jacksonville, we were going out to eat with the D-line together. And um, I walked out of my room first. And I heard someone walk out behind me. And I heard the door close. I turned around. It was Sue. And he was just like, hold on, let me get this on my Instagram. <laughs> and I was trying to hide. I was actually trying to hide from him, but then he came out of nowhere and started recording. And put and that And trying to steal on. my nickname for him. Yep. 
First of all, I think you have to be as big as you are to think to yourself when you see Ndamukong Sue walk out, how can I mess with him? I feel like that's not a phrase most people would, would go to, that you've got to be someone of your size to feel confident messing with him. <laughs> it's actually it's funny because uh, Sue's always like, he's always in the uh, meeting room. He's always in there like uh, just going over plays and stuff. So we'll, we'll go in the cafeteria and grab a bite to eat. He'll be in the, he'll be in the defense line room just doing what he does, going over plays and stuff. And me and Will always be walking by and, like, was, like, just look at each other. Like, should we go mess with him? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. I hope he's not listening to us because, you know, catch, he's, he probably did catch on to us. Yeah. It's Will, Will's hilarious. Will go in there and Will always – Will will just stand right next to him <laughs> and just look at him like this. <laughs> and Sue is, like, trying to study or um, look over players or something and – Will is just right there. Just Will knows how to get on his nerve. It's just really funny. <laughs> it's super funny, and I'm I'm just sitting there. Most of the time, I just go in there just to watch what Will's gonna do, just because it's it's so funny. Yeah, you don't want to be taking responsibility for it, but you also aren't gonna stop it. You're just you're gonna be a bystander of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know that part of how you got the opportunity to have that touchdown is that they had seen your highlights from high school as a running back. Uh, First of all, how big were you in high school when you were playing running back? I wasn't uh, – for me, I would, I would say I wasn't that big. But everyone said I was big. But I was I – was Yeah, by that, normal people standards. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I wasn't that big. I was 250 pounds. Uh, Teeny, tiny. But, yeah, to me, I was small. <laughs> I was small. I was, like, slimmer back then. I was smaller. And it was just – it started off – I don't know. It was weird. Like, I just – I'll go on – I'll play on scout team and just mess around running the ball. And the coach has seen how good I was running. And they were like, maybe we should test we this should, guy yeah. see, see, see if you run. And I went out there. It was the middle of the game one time. And it was like third and short. I was like, coach, I can get the first down. I went out there. He gave me the ball. And I actually went and scored. <laughs> and he was like, oh, all right. You, you can run the ball Yeah, now. You've, you've won the opportunity to do this <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I saw that you averaged more than 12 yards a carry your senior year. That's insane. <laughs> Most guys are like, they average four. They're thrilled, and you're out there averaging 12. I, did, I think it's because I went out there. I was always fresh when I went out there. And it wasn't like, as the season went on, I, I became more of like a two, two-way player where I was like on the offense when they went out there. But at the beginning of the season – it was more of, coach, I can get the first down. Or, coach, let me score. And he'll let me score. But it was funny because most of the time, <coughs> most of the time, I'll be back there and I'm supposed to block. And there would be another running back that's, like, way smaller than me. I'm supposed to block for him. I was like, let me run the ball. And he's like, no, let me run it. We'll be back there arguing. I was like, come on. Let me run it one time. And it would be, like, someone so small to me in front of me blocking. And it was like... The, the, the it's weirdest. like me lead blocking for yeah, you, essentially. Yeah, As it was. It was, didn't look. It wasn't a good picture, but it was fun. I also heard that you got to play quarterback uh, one time. Well, you you did wildcat a couple times, which we're not going to count that. But that I heard you actually got one chance to throw the ball. I did. And I did. how did that go? I think this was my shot to be. I don't think it was meant to be, but. <laughs> I, I think I could throw the ball like pretty fairly well. Not not probably not as good as Jameis though, but <laughs> <laughs> good, good clarification. If Jameis is listening, uh, I'm sure he appreciates it. 
Nah, but it was in practice. They they see me doing uh, wildcat, and they seen how good I was. Uh, they see me run the ball, and they see how athletic I was running the ball. And it was like we didn't have a quarterback at the time. And they were like, let's see if this guy can throw the ball. I was only a sophomore, so I was still young. And next thing you know, it was in the middle of practice. Like, Vita, um, this is your one shot. Let's see if you can see if you got it. I went back there. I was lined up. I was ready to go. In my head, I was like, this is my time to shine. I'm about to be, <laughs> I'm about to be a quarterback. <laughs> next thing you know, I'm like, uh, our head coach tells me to play. Tells me who to throw it to, um, what route he's gonna run. I was like, all right, I got it. It's perfect. In my head, I'm telling myself, all right, you gotta throw a perfect pass. You gotta throw a, a bullet, <laughs> just dart it straight down the line, make it a perfect spiral, throw it straight to him. Next thing you know, I drop back. I'm overthinking it, and I try to put so much force into it that the ball flies like 20 feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> looked more like a punt than <laughs> yeah, I looked, yeah, it looked more like a punt. And then all the coaches were like, yeah, hey, go, you know. go back to defense. I'm like, come on, let me get one more time. Go back to your people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. That's so awesome. So sad. Well, now you, we, you're not going to try to convince Leftwich that that's your next play you need to do as a quarterback. I think that now they know that. That maybe you no, can I, run. I, I, maybe I, you I, can I just, I, I just can't overthink it. No, okay, so yeah, go pitch to him that you should do that as well. Let's see how that goes. So you said that you didn't view 250 pounds as that big, but I think most of us, all of us, would agree that it is fairly large. Were you? It is. Were you big as like a kid your whole life, or was this like a late thing? Were you I, always just like the biggest kid playing football? Uh, I, yeah, I think in high school, yeah, but uh, growing up, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't always like big, big. I was always, I was skinny. Uh, growing up because our my parents always kept us active with sports and stuff. And we played a lot of tennis. Tennis was like my first sport, so uh, we played a lot of tennis, and that kept us in shape. But uh, I was actually always taller than everybody. So, like, all our school pitchers, you just see me standing out in the middle of the school pitcher and just here I am, and then everybody else is down here. <laughs> and then... Um, that's that's how it was. I was just taller than everybody. And then once I got to high school, I started working out. Uh started gaining weight. Then towards the end of my high school career, my senior year, that's when I put a lot of weight and started not gain gain more weight. <laughs> started eating a lot. I just I started hanging out with a lot of family. You know, <laughs> my family loves to eat. <laughs> so it was just like whoever ate the fastest uh, ate the most. Yeah, there one gave me thing left I, either way. I eat fast. <laughs> I eat fast. So I, I think that was my downfall. Just, just crushing eat, food. Crushing food, just. And then I think my metabolism at a young age just, you know, slowed down. Tried a to bit. save itself after <laughs> yeah. what you done. <laughs> <laughs> slowed down. You know, the, the LB started picking up. Started pick, which ended up being a good thing. All right, yeah, we are just past the halfway point here on Buccaneers Total Access with Vita Vea. We're going to have more from Hooters brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Hey there, happy Victory Monday again. Coming to you live from Hooters on Hillsboro like we are every Monday from 5 to 6 p.m. And I have loved having defensive tackle Vita Vea here with us. And right before the break, we were talking about uh, how you put on 
the pounds to get to the NFL defensive tackle you are now. Um, I feel like I, I heard the guys on the show right before us talking about wondering how much you could eat in one meal. This is probably. Do you get this question fairly often about how much you can eat? Yeah. Yeah. What What would be? What's your answer? Uh, I think right now I can't eat that much just because as the season goes on, uh, I start to lose my appetite. Really? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, but I think during the off season I eat way more. It's just um, I don't know what it is. What would it's be like, the most you could put away in one meal? You think? The most? I don't know. Just a box of pizza. A box of pizza? Oh, <laughs> just about one whole pizza? No, I can, I can put away a lot. It just depends on like. Uh, it's hard to explain. Depends it's, on how you're feeling that day. I got. I got to be around my family. I gotta, <laughs> like my cousins, my brothers, and them. If, if I'm with them, we're eating. Then I probably could eat a lot. So your your parents. Uh, are from Tonga, correct? Yep. So uh, how much influence of them and, the, and that culture did it have on you and just what did it mean to grow up with parents that had come here from over there? Oh, you say it again? So Sorry. just the influence of, of that culture on you and what was it like growing up essentially with parents that had come here from Tonga? Uh, it, was a big, it was a big influence just because um, the way they grew up back then, like they worked for everything and like they had a farm and – you know, farm for other foods and stuff like that. And it was just, it was just, everything was just more, like, hardworking for them. So then um, that aspect of it carried over to uh, our upbringing. And, like, seeing seeing that, like, the hard work that they put in day in and day out, I think that uh, rubbed off on all of us, us kids. And I feel like that, that's what helped out, um with us, like, in, in school and, and uh, in sports, just seeing that and pushing, like, through, throughout the hard times. Um, and our culture is, like, it's big family-oriented, so I think uh, it really <coughs> ties <coughs> it really ties together with, uh, you know, like, the, the brotherhood in football. Mm. So I, I feel like that's, like, there's also a connection with that. Yeah, and when you mentioned through the hard times, I know that when you were younger, you guys lost your house at one point, right? Yeah, yeah. So you guys were living in a, like a Motel Six. Yeah, it was a, it was it was crazy. I look back and laugh at it. It was funny, um, just because it was just I don't know. It happened so fast, but I think uh, me and my brother looked at it. And we just we didn't we didn't really like we were embarrassed of it. It was just like I don't know how to explain it. It was just. We just like went with the flow. It was like, all right, this is the next step. What, what are we gonna do next? And we we actually weren't in there for that long. We ended up getting out. We, uh, my parents got a a rental house. We ended up renting a house. Uh, then we were there for a little bit. We were barely there for like a month. And we met. Um, we moved to another city. And I guess I think my parents. Uh, they're like really big in the religion and they met it was it's so funny because my mom she worked for the police academy back in the islands and the high school my brother was playing at played another high school in another city and we were at the game me and my mom were actually we were actually late and it was funny because i caused it to be late my mom was mad we're late to the game (laughs) But then, like, being, like, religious and stuff like that, they always talked about, like, it wasn't a coincidence that this happened. And because 
that her chief or her boss, basically, of the police academy, her daughter was there at the game and the, of the opposing team, and her son was playing on that team. So my mom, we got out of the car, and my mom was like, hurry over late. And she seen her, and she was like, hey. And they were like, this is crazy. We haven't seen each other in, like, wow. so long. And then, like, they, they got together, and they were like, they didn't even watch the game. And I was like, you're mad at me because it was late. You guys weren't even watching the game. <laughs> and they were, like, just catching up, talking to each other. And I get she told my mom, she's like, uh, we actually got a good program going out here. And, like, you know, the, the football coach out here looks out for the kids and stuff like that. And it just started off, like, they ended up coming to pick me and my brother to go to church. And it was funny because me and, like, being little kids, um, we didn't want to go. It was, like, on Sunday, it was, like, our weekend off of school and stuff. You just want to stay home and play video games. And it was funny. They were, like, their their kids will come pick us up. Like, they had older siblings, but they had two kids that were, that were our age. And they would, like, the, the kids that were our age would come with their older siblings. they come pick us up from our house to go to church on Sunday. At first, the first Sunday, me and my brother were like, damn, we don't want to go. And we are telling our dad, was like, tell him we can go next week. And then it was funny. They ended up coming. It was like, damn, we don't want to go. We ended up going um, with the church. And it was our first, or it was like a, our first time going to like a, a, a different church outside of our religion. And it was like a real Christian church. And we went, and it was, it was funny because we were really looked at each other and was like, damn, this is actually pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> the next, next time, I was like, I can't wait to go next week. <laughs> and we kept going and kept going. And then all of a sudden, it turned out to, like, we started hanging out more. The next thing you know, we ended up moving there. And my parents were like, they were really praying to get approved uh, to get this house in the next city we were moving to, go to high school over there. And it ended up working out. And we went there and got into that high school. And... So you, you being late out. is what just made everything yeah. work out for your family. Look at that. Being late. Um, and, of course, your Tongan heritage is where you get your awesome hair from, of course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you love that it gets you sort of more attention? Do you do you love the, the look that you have and the long hair? What, what do your, some of your teammates say about this? It's, it's kind of like a uh, – kind of like, now it's like a love-hate relationship because everyone <laughs> said I look like Maui yeah. from the movie Moana. Uh, it's, I don't care. Though, is that the love part or the hate part of the relationship for you? <laughs> I don't, I, no, I don't really care. I'd say it's probably the love part. Love yeah. and hate. I don't know. It's a mixed feeling just because I get it so much. And it's just You're just kind of over it at this no, point? I don't, yeah, I don't care. It's just uh, in the locker room. It's just it's it's never ending. They call you Maui and, all yeah, the time? Yeah, and then like we get like, you know how it is. We get like new players like Acho when he came in. He's like, you know who you look like? Yeah, and you're I was like, like, no, I know, I know you look. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and, of course, it's the players with kids especially yeah, yeah, that are the ones like, that know about this. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny. They always come up to me and, like, Shaq was like – it wasn't Shaq. It was Stuart. Uh, he came up and he was like – he was like, my daughter always watches Moana. So you can say hi to her? I was like, yeah, I got you. So they they don't even care about you being an NFL player. They care because of these kids. They care about you looking like yeah, a yeah, Moana character. Yeah. That's how you. It know was funny. It was uh, Gerald. So Gerald's son last year, um, his youngest son. It was funny. It was the middle of practice. I looked at him. I was like, "What's my name?" 
And he was like, Maui. Maui. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yep, I'll answer I'm that. Like, oh, you got it. You can call me Maui. That's, yeah, that, that's adorable. Um, do you feel like for do you when you go meet these kids doing this do you introduce yourself like pretend like you're maui like when you've done this for people when they've asked you to go talk to their kids uh, i wouldn't say some i wouldn't say it's like routine i feel like it just happens like if i if i see it coming and they like a kid would be like oh maui yeah or the parents like started off and i would like go along with it um but other than that i just have you seen the movie yeah so you at least even know some of the things that you would need yeah, to say to, to know, play yeah. this role. A little bit, a little bit. How, I, I how about your singing ability? How is that? Oh uh, no, I think I think The Rock got me on that. He's, <laughs> he's <laughs> got you there. Um, I also know that. How how about you being? Would you call yourself the strongest guy on the team? I wouldn't say that. You wouldn't say that. Who would you say is the strongest? There's on the a team? lot of strong people on the team. I can I can think it. Uh, Demar Dotson, he's he's super strong. Bo's super strong. Uh, for me, I would say Jeremiah Ledbetter is the strongest person on the team. Wow, okay. I didn't see that coming. Well, we still have a little bit coming up here with Vita Vea on Buccaneers Total Access live from Hooters on Hillsboro. We're going to have more brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Frontier Communications. Live from Hooters, your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Hey there, Bucks fans. It is our final segment here on this Victory Monday with defensive tackle Vita Veo. We are live from Hooters on Hillsboro like we are every week. I uh, wanted to hear for you what you've liked about playing for uh, Todd Bowles and in his system and just how well that's worked for, for you and the kind of player that you are. Um, I think it's been really fun um, just because the type of defense he runs and just because um, it's a 3-4 defense uh, and it's something I thrive and really got the hang of during college. So when I heard they were coming, what defense they were bringing, um, I knew what I was getting. I knew I was gonna. I knew what to expect, and I knew how to play in the three-four defense. And it was just really exciting to me, just because um, I played it all throughout college, and I felt like that's the type of identity, type of player I made myself out to be. And when they came, I was like, damn, it's perfect. Uh, perfect timing. And how about playing for Bruce Arians? What did you maybe know about him before you came in here and then what you learned about playing for him since he's been the coach? Um, actually, uh, I, I learned a lot. Uh, I talked to some of my old teammates that I played with in college from uh, Arizona that played with him or that, yeah, that played for him. Um, they told me a lot about him. And just knowing a lot uh, when he – was uh, when he was a coach for the Colts, when he took over for Chuck Pagano, he did a really amazing job a job there. And uh, when I found out he was coming here, I was like, I knew we were getting a good coach. Um, it was funny. He calls me, he calls me milk though. We gotta, we gotta fix that. He calls you milk. Yeah. Why? Just because uh, I was hurt. He was like, he seen me in the training room. He always sees me in the training room, and he was like, "What's up, milk?" I was like, "You, you milking it?" Uh. Or no, he he walked past and he was like, "What's up, milkman?" Milkman. And I was like, "What does that mean?" And at first, I didn't get it. And I seen him down the hallway, like later on that day. I was like, "I know what it means now." And he's like, "What does it mean?" I was like, "There's there's two different meanings to it." And he was like, "Tell me what you got." I was like, "The milkman that sleeps with your wife, or <laughs> I'm milking this injury." <laughs> 
<laughs> and you better hope that he meant the second one for <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it was just it just turned out to be a joke. So every time he sees me, he just calls me milk. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so do you, I, I've heard he's pretty tough uh, in practice. Is is that a fair assessment? Yeah. Yeah. Has, yeah have you been at the the wrong end of this wrath yet? Uh, not yet. Uh, not, not yet. yet. Knock on wood. Not yet. Um, for you. What what are the biggest things that you feel like this defense has done to to grow? You mentioned at the very beginning of the show just how fun it's been in games like against Jacksonville to think about how much you guys have grown. And what are the biggest things that you've seen over the course of this season that have gotten you guys to where you're able to play games like Atlanta, like Jacksonville? Um, I think so just because we have such a young group, um, it's just – especially coming out – excuse me uh, – coming straight out from college – and trying to learn, like, a whole new defense. Um, and then also, on top of that, being, you know, a young kid coming out of college, like, oh, I'm in the NFL. And, like, you taking on that role and trying to take on these new plays. And you're playing with, against guys that are so much older. And it's just it's – just, it's, it's such a tough role to take on and to see – to see like that growth um just in a few weeks you know what i'm saying uh, of the season it just it's it's it shows to how much more we can do just in this little time that you've seen how all the young guys improved and it's just like we could have you know what i'm saying we could have we could have been like how we're playing now but you know it's better late than never uh i, I would say that and it was just, yeah, that, the biggest thing is just it's, re, it's really fun to see all that happening. Um, what else? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Just, yeah, those young guys progressing especially. Young guys progressing and seeing them make plays, and, you know. Except for Sean. We got we got to help Sean out. He, tried to, he picked the ball off in the, in the red zone. He came out, then went back in. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that that was that good, was one that of those was, rookie moments. That was a rookie tell. moment, but that was a great play, though. That was a great play. Yeah, the fact shout that he basically saved that. The, you know, they had a lot of momentum going in there, and it felt yeah, like yeah. that was that was a huge moment. So we'll forgive him that rookie moment because that was a big play. <laughs> yep, yep. What did that feel like for you guys in in that moment of that drive of feeling like you've been up so big? I mean, that's tough to then have those moments where the momentum feels like it shifts. What's the mindset then? Um, I feel like it was just. The 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 thing is like when that when stuff like that happens, I feel like as a defense or being on the opposite side of that, you just gotta keep your composure. Um, I feel like where guys mess up is where people start yelling at each other, and arguing. I feel like that's where you mess up, and that's when the leaders come out and tell us like you know just keep it calm, pick the energy, pick our energy back up. Um, we're still up, so we're not losing, and they still got to score two more times to, to win so or to catch up so it wasn't it wasn't like that much of like a a, a, a scare to us I'd say so going out there it was just like yeah they got this but we gotta get a stop you know we can't we can't let them back in the game um, and it was just it was just fun yeah that's a big moment that's yeah. a big moment for you guys well thanks so much for coming on we really appreciate it congrats on those last couple wins 
Good luck this next Sunday. And thanks to all of you for joining us here on Monday with Vita Vea from Hooters like we are every single week. This has been Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Frontier Communications. This is Buccaneers Radio.